the voice of legends of sport. When legends speak, people listen. Now, here's your host, the coach, Welcome to Sports Inside and Out and Special Edition. We're so happy to be with you guys around the world listening to the number one sports talk show for legends on radio and soon to be simulcasting throughout the Caribbean and uh, with Bermuda Sports. We're so happy to be a part of that. Listen, we got one today that I know you're going to pay attention to. This is something that you can really use, real news you can use for your kids, your family. What's going on out there for old legends, guys? You got to know how to take care of your bodies. Don't be like me and some of the old stubborn guys that don't want to pay attention to guys like Doc Cummins and, and his peers. But the kids, oh, my gracious, there's so much going on right now with baseball and Max is right here with me. we got a great person this is, that's got a tremendous small, small baseball team, I guess you call it. Uh, and this guy is going great places with uh, his team, with the the uh, Little League Hall of World Series and all that. I'm not too familiar with that stuff. But, but uh, yeah, you know, yeah, he's got a long ways. And now with these kids, they're getting injuries just like the main guys do. But we got him right here. We're going to talk about it for a few minutes and listen to those that know what the world is going on and they give you the real uh, medical news you can use, not just for your kids. For y'all as well with the great legends. We got him right here, Dr. Stephen Cummings, and he's always got one of his cohorts on the first team there. And uh, Doc, uh, it's a lot going on, and this baseball is taking front and center right now. And what's going on? And uh, give us an idea of give us a real medical news and situational things that's going on you want to talk about, Doc. Coach, well, it's great to be here with you tonight, and uh, we've got a great friend and colleague of mine uh, on the show with us tonight, uh, Dr. Michael Gott. He practices out of uh, Westchester area in New York, um, and uh, he's, uh, we trained at the same place for our residency. He, he took some time and did a year with uh, James Andrews. Uh, and uh, Lyle Kane and other renowned, world-renowned surgeons, sports surgeons uh-huh. uh, down in Alabama uh-huh. uh, before he came back to New York. Um, so he's got a, a, some of the same perspectives as me, a lot of different perspectives. Yeah. Um, and he can certainly speak to, you know, you were uh, mentioning some of the issues with uh, Little League, you know, kids getting some of the same yeah. issues that normally... We never saw in kids. We used to only see these sort of injuries more in in uh, in the pros or the so higher true. levels. So true. Uh, certainly, you know, we talk about you know the, the Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see more and more kids having these sort of things. But uh, you know, I'm uh, in my in my area of orthopedics, joint replacement. I don't I don't see those specific sort of things. But I'm sure he could talk more to that. Right. Um, right. Right. Yeah, well, th- yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, listen, Alabama, what about in Alabama? Please tell me you were in Birmingham. Yeah, so yeah, I was in Birmingham, Birmingham yeah. for a year. Yeah. spent some time in Troy, Alabama. spent some time uh, in Tuscaloosa and all Tuscaloosa, so, yeah. You know, yeah. Met a lot of great legends down there as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, met Bo Jackson, yeah. uh, uh-huh. Coach Saban. Yeah. So it was a really great experience for us. Yeah, it's great. We got a lot of great, matter of fact, a good friend of mine uh, is uh, 
Avery Johnson is the head coach there at University of Alabama now, and and I know the mayor of Birmingham, so that's all right. I kind of figured that's what he got. I know, but knowing uh, Steve, y'all gonna be right there. Now, it ain't the South; it's the educational stem of the South where you talk about. But uh, it is something, uh, Doc, and I totally uh, go along with. The kids are getting injuries. Like the adults now, man, and it, it's really, it's, it's really something. Let's go on and talk about that. Let me shut my mouth and let you cats get out of there and give them the news you can use. All yeah, right, absolutely. Mike. No, you take it away. Yeah, so you know, my practice um, is a sports medicine practice, so I see mm-hmm. a lot of youth right. athletes. Right. And if you if you didn't know, at least in America, you know, there's about 3.5 million sports injuries in kids under 18 every year Whoa. that's really that's basically one in three kids will suffer an injury mm-hmm. playing sports where you lose time to sports and school time mm-hmm. during their youth sports career mm-hmm. and what we found is probably 50 percent of these injuries are preventable i mean of course you play hard you you know accidents happen of yeah. course we're all mm-hmm. going to lose we could have a little injuries little bumps and bruises most right. of the time but a lot of the injuries we're seeing now and even over the last 20 years have been trending towards more injuries are really what are called overuse injuries. Mm-hmm. So these are, you know, kids who are really now super specializing in sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, as you probably, as we all know, and what we've seen, I mean, there's a lot of youth leagues. This is big, this is big business now. Yes, it in the is. United States. Yes, it is. And so, you know, you have your AAU leagues and travel teams and little leagues. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the kids that are the most at risk are really the, the best ones. The That's ones who... Well. Throw the hardest, run the fastest, right, run the highest, right. and those are the ones who are going to get the highest risk for these overuse injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you know one thing that I always talk about with my families uh, and my young athletes when they come in the office is making sure we have an off season mm-hmm. um, because we really have a lot of kids who don't take an off season mm-hmm. uh, who four year well if you have, if you live in somewhere that has seasons like I do in New York we have four you know pretty pronounced seasons where the temperature changes right. inside right. do different things right. whereas you know you can you it's it's a little easier in the north to do different sports in different times of the year but as we move farther south it's a lot easier for kids to play baseball all year round mm-hmm. you know play soccer all year round mm-hmm. and so what we found is if if your youth athlete is able to take three months off of their main sport your risk of an injury drops dramatically mm-hmm makes a lot of sense you know this it, it seems so applicable to what we do it, it, when we were in the league playing the old timers per se not the young guys they don't care about nothing they'll stop with a, a, a broken fingernail but uh mm-hmm. when, when we were playing it was very important to have off season when we played because we had a harder rigor more rigorous type of game than they have now so playing basketball or football whatever it may be uh we had to have that time off so after that 64th game of the regular season if you didn't make the playoffs or if you did make the playoffs but even after that championship game what you see in the championship game now is uh, in june dot they're in june the nba uh, championships in june and uh when we played it was in april 
Right. You know, the championship. The playoffs make money. We don't play five-game right. series. We play seven. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You know what I mean? So we had actually three to four months off. So that's why the injury. We, we played hard. We got hurt, yes. But we had a lot of time to, to, do, to take off. And when I was in Europe playing, you know, you didn't play but one game a week, Doc. And the same thing. So... Uh, you know, at 48 games a season, able one game a week, so that the, the season was six on, six off. So it, that's the way it used to be. And then in the summers, of course, you had time to take your time and get ready to go back into camp. Now, uh, season's old, championship's over in June, and uh, starting at the end of August, you're right back in the camp again. So. Uh, and then you got stretches in between there. You gotta, you gotta get in shape to get in camp. So you really ain't got but thirty days, thirty days off, and that's pitiful. Now you got young kids like that. Oh my gracious! Can you imagine that? I, it, 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 it's, it's got to be deploring to be able to see a kid twenty four seven doing the same thing and letting himself open to so many injuries, Doc. Yeah. Now, I, yeah. I have a friend. I have a friend. His, uh, his. I think maybe eleven year old, eleven twelve year old, mm. playing little league and playing the travel league. And he sometimes he's on two teams, sometimes he's on one team. Mm. Well, he's just finishing up. Uh. Like last weekend, he had his, his last tournament with one team. I said, "Oh, so now you got a little break before fall ball?" He says, hey, "Yeah, probably two weeks." And then the right <laughs> back to it. And I'm like, no, no, give him a little more break. Give him a little more break. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It's terrifically rough now. I'm, 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 uh, Doc, what you're doing, and, and, and for the more, foremost, is, uh, the, the hardcore ball players now, you know, it's not necessarily down south. They're playing because they want to play the, the variables for different, but the, the hardcore kids up in the upper New England and, and mid Atlantic area, now these guys, they put so much uh, effort in that one season that I know that's a, a thing that you want to look at the two dot. Absolutely. Right. You know, I, we're, I think at the high school level and the college level, we're doing a lot better with mm-hmm. injury prevention. Yeah. Um, it's more controlled. The coaches are more mm-hmm. attuned to it because there's mm-hmm. more at stake. Right. Um, at the at the lower levels, you know, it's really controlled by the parents. Mm-hmm. And if you have a parent who, you know, finds a bond with their child in the sport, and the child finds a bond with their parent, a lot of it becomes, you know, almost pathologic how mm-hmm. much they have to play the sport together to mm-hmm. get along. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot more in my seven to ten year old range, mm-hmm. where you have youth athletes playing one sport all year round. And it's almost like it's because they want to spend more time with their parent, or their parents shows them that you know they they're 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 so proud of them in that sport. Right. And I've seen a lot of a lot of injuries almost perpetuated by that. Mm. And so it's a lot of it's a lot of psychology involved. Mm. There's also a lot of trying to keep up with your neighbors' kids and mm-hmm. what all the other kids are playing all the time. So true. Mm-hmm. Well. And so you know, really, the the most at risk kids are that like six to twelve year old range. Right. And those are the ones where I see these really significant injuries. I mean, tomorrow uh, I have a. Of a surgery on a ten-year-old baseball player who pitched so much, they actually a part of the bone in their elbow uh, lost blood supply and died. And I have to take a piece of bone and cartilage from their knee and put it back in their in their elbow. 
Yeah, a ten-year-old. That's so, crazy. You know, That's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, and this is a kid who was pitching with high velocity. Mm-hmm. He's a good player, mm-hmm. playing on multiple teams. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the problem is that these good players, the coaches want to win. You know, That's even though right. they're 10, That's they right. still want to win. Right. And they'll push these kids so hard mm-hmm. that they get an injury. That's right. And they, and they have no no foresight. On, if they no. do have foresight, they don't care about the future of the kid. It's just for this season, what you got to do for me. You know, and uh, it's almost like it's a, a, a legalized prostitution of young boys. You know, I hate to say it. It may be, uh, that's a very uh, rough or, or vulgar way to say it, but that, that's what it looks like to me. You know, the kid yeah. is, is is being pushed out there that he really is too young to make his own decision because they're making a decision for him. And you got some parents uh, let these coaches take full uh, control of these kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one, one, one interesting study was done about 15 years ago where a poll was given to every major league baseball player. Mm-hmm. And they asked them, at what age would you let your son start pitching? Mm-hmm. And every single one said 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, I, and it's, what you see around the country is that most pitchers actually come from above the Mason-Dixon line, but in the, in the north, mm-hmm. because they have more time off to do other sports in the winter. Right. It could, the best pitchers end up in the south end up burning out and hurting themselves and getting injured. Mm-hmm. They start playing through pain. Yeah. And what we know is that if you play through pain, especially if you're throwing or anything, if you're playing basketball and you're playing through pain, you have a, you have a 30 times more risk of actually requiring a surgery to fix you. That's so interesting. That's, a, mm. uh, that's another thing we're really keen on now is we don't let any of our youth athletes play through pain. I tell them, you're not playing through pain unless somebody's paying you for it. Mm. But then, even if you're getting paid for it, those teams aren't letting their coaches, their players play through pain because they know that they're going to go out with injury that you know requires surgery, and that's big money for the professional team. So that's no right. one there's no reason anybody should be playing through any amount of pain. That's Doc, you feel the same way? You find that, that that same situation for the younger teenage guys going into the league or trying to step up to the next league, they, they're pushed into pushed almost into the same level as the younger kids are being pushed out there, aren't they, uh, Doc? Yeah, well, I was, I was really surprised. Dr. Gott, you said it's that younger 6 to 12. I, I was sure it was it would be at the higher teenage levels in, in, more in high school, but that's interesting. I guess, is you think, is that more the, the parents are pushing them, or is it just the biology of, hey, they're more at risk based on their growth at that point? Well, I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think what happens is, especially the better athletes around 13, 14, um, you know, they start getting paid attention more uh, by coaches, by their parents, by, you know, other, you know, officials within the athletic leagues, especially, you know, baseball and basketball, where they get more protected. You know, there's, there's more keen eye on pitch counts and hitting counts and, you know, preserving these higher level athletes. Because, you know, around that age, you could tell who's going to be a player and, and who's just doing it for fun. Yeah. And so you also get a lot of burnout from the younger athletes, the ones who mm-hmm. parents made to play every single week, mm-hmm. every single day, the same mm-hmm. sport. 
they'll burn on eventually not like you anymore and they'll go on to do other activities. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the best kids that are left, I think that we're, we've done a better job protecting those kids, protecting yeah. the yeah. athletes that continue. And so, you know, it's really more of a free-for-all in the really youth sports where we're seeing, you know, yeah. the uptick in injuries. Yeah, we're still seeing more Tommy yeah. Johns in the 13 to 18-year-old age group than we mm-hmm. ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think... That, that is definitely due to the super specialization of sports where, you know, kids aren't playing basketball and baseball and football. And, right. You know, all, they're not three, there's not a lot of three-sport athletes anymore, that's, that's which true. is unfortunate because those are really the best athletes. I mean, you look Very at the true. best, you know, NFL quarterbacks right now, they were all, you know, three-sport athletes, right. Joe Burrows right. and Patrick right. Mahomes. And, you know, it's so, so important so you know, to be well-rounded. Yeah. And we've lost a lot of that because, you know, a kid is good at, you know, soccer or basketball when they're 10. And they, their parents just funnel them into different camps and different coaches. Yeah, yeah, and this. so true, so true. Most of the cats I know of, John McMahon, even Doug Williamson, the guys, these guys could play baseball as well as football and play it well, you know. So these are guys that, that were able to, to make a, a, a decision uh, with other, uh, 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 you know, uh, parents, you know, because a lot of it come from single-family parents. Or families, I should say, but you know it is uh, to a degree they got a, a, a camaraderie. Some guys that that play the same or play the same sports or a couple of sports together. But uh, this thing now is 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 all in one. You know that burnout is very true, Doc. I can tell you both okay. of the doctors that burnout is very true because you can find some outstanding young ball players if they get a chance to be kids and just have fun with it and have one they do well but not nothing to to play it every day just be out there with the other kids that uh, psychology of that i need to ask max zilla that and that, that that psych stuff but that psychology is so important for this kid to be well-rounded and not burn out because they can play all the sports that they want and make a decision at the right time to concentrate on one, but that be one that he's able to take the right uh, care and uh, uh, advice and coaching to make him good at that. But if you burn out, if them kids leave it, they wind up leaving sports altogether. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. I, I think if you talk to any successful person in any area of life, they'll tell you part of the reason they're successful is because they learned how to say no. Yeah. And I think that a lot of these kids yeah. and parents, they get approached by a coach and they're overly flattered. Oh, yeah. you think I'm good enough to play travel? Yeah. And that's how it starts. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, you're so good. What an opportunity. And right. in life, there's always going to be opportunities and there's opportunities you need to do, that's take, right. and there's opportunities you got to say no to. That's sometimes right. it's wrapped up in this package of, right. look how good you're going to be, look how great. That's and right. then there's this there's this trap of, yeah. well, oh, now you can do this, and now you can do that. And before that's you right. know it, you're, you're doing the same thing too much. That's right. That's right. You know, it's a shame, you know, how the generational, uh, 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 the generational change in kids now, it seems to get more and more. Uh, I gotta make it, or I'm not gonna do it. Uh, you know, these kids are putting all the marbles in one 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 basket. You know, we're talking about it. And I'm gonna let you guys continue on for the next five. Just go to town. But one of my great uh, legends we talked to today with Max, his name is Freddie Crawford, in Los Angeles. Like one of the great guys out of New York. 
he just came in from uh, from from uh, uh, L.A. with uh, you know talking with Kareem, and he was out there. He said, "Man, you you ought to see the craziness out there." Now, Doc, I'm telling you, when he say crazy in L.A., it's crazy on steroids. He said they got so many kids in the summer. Kids need to be in school some damn well. I'm gonna tell you, they got so many kids out there that the sneakers companies have sponsored. You know, these kids wearing the 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 the, the, the elite sneakers and elite, you know, all the the gear, and uh, and they out there working, trying to make the travel teams and what you call the national AAU teams for this Vegas thing, and all of it is about money and gambling. And they got these kids out there, man, and most of them are not gonna be able to to, to, to go anywhere because, you know, the, the, the NCAA got just as many guys as the FBI out here, you know? And they're checking everything that goes. You can buy a kid a hamburger and a pair of sneakers and that kid's ineligible. That's how they're going at this stuff now. So it's something that these, these kids are gun-ho and, and, and bent on one direction. I'm going for the money. I'm going for the money. You know, and God knows, man, you know, we said again, uh, it's going to be next year 140 jobs in the NBA. You've got 300,000 kids in the athletic programs around the country and some kids coming out of high school trying to get them jobs. Now, what kind of odds is that? That's crazy. It is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I, I want to continue what we're doing, guys. Uh, Doc, I know you got to get off, and we so appreciate, man. And you, Doc, this is the type of thing Doc, uh, Dr. Cummings yeah. brings, his team brings together. we got to keep this up. Let's continue this discussion, guys. I don't want to want you to miss your, uh, your, your well, of course, man. You're going to jump off anyway. You got an operation. You can say, Coach, get out of here. I ain't messing with you. But I want you guys to stick together and come back again. Because, Doc, this is something now that's coming in because we are in the, in the top flight of the WNBA now. And this is going into the uh, All-Star break comes in this month. And we need to really talk about it because they're going hell over hints now. They are doing some great things there. And we need to talk about how some of these girls are cutting themselves short. Uh, not just in the uh, WNBA and NCAA, some of these little young girls are being pushed out there hard as well to be a part of uh, uh, a situation that could be very detrimental to them because we're hearing a lot of girls uh, talking about the, the pains and things they're having in their bottom, uh, they call it the bottom or in the, in the lower nominal area. That's, that's something to be checked out too, I'm quite sure. Uh, in that hip area that they, they have. So uh, let's talk about what, what, what's, what's coming up. He's got five minutes, guys, on a quick little elevator. Let's talk about what's coming up and what you want to talk about, Doc, next time. Well, I want to, before we get too far into what we're talking about next time, mm -hmm. I want to ask Mike, yeah. uh, Doc, sure. we've got one quick question. Who's your favorite sports legend? <laughs> oh man! Well, that's the legends, of course. They're talking about kids the whole time. We got to back it up a little bit. 
I mean, I, I got to go with my guy, Bo Jackson. You know, Bo. Uh, I met uh, Bo um, in Auburn. Maybe uh, the nicest, sweetest, most humble guy. Yeah, he's deep, I've ever met he's deep boy. Life. He's deep, dude. He's and, deep, boy. Uh, <laughs> and he's the only real, you know, special athlete that I have uh, been able to spend a lot of time with one-on-one uh, because of my affiliation with the Auburn sports team uh, uh, a few years ago when I was training there. Um and, you know, looking back at his career, what the amazing things he was able to do mm-hmm. um, and and, you know, between baseball and football and the amount of strength he had. And mm-hmm. one thing, Steve, that I think you would really like is uh, he may be the only major league baseball player to ever hit a home run with a total hit. And so, yeah, buddy. Yeah. If you didn't yeah. know that, you know, mm-hmm. Bo Jackson, when he hurt his hit playing football, mm-hmm. he hurt it so badly that he actually the bone in the hip died. And so he needed to go ahead and have a hip replacement. And so, but he wasn't done playing baseball. He was actually able to hit a home run with a, with a total hip replacement in, which is an incredible feat. Wow. And so, and so, uh, you know, I think that from my standpoint, he's my, my favorite legend of sport. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I had a picture of him and him and I hanging up in my office. I got in Mm -hmm. the corner of it, you know, his, uh, that famous, you know, baseball card where he's wearing his football pads with the, Mm -hmm. the baseball bat over it because you know <laughs> there, there hasn't there hasn't been anybody who's made the Pro Bowl and the All Star game well, so yeah, that's pretty that. special. Yeah, yeah. Jordan tried, but he just he didn't couldn't cut it in baseball. Uh, no, nah, he was down by Birmingham Barons. I used to cover their games too. Yeah, you know, no. uh, he, he was just trying right. to make something happen. One good kid, kid could really play was uh, Dion. Dion could play baseball really oh, yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love I love the clip of Bo Jackson running on the wall in the outfield. Right, he's, he's just fun. he's just so athletic. He's just on another yeah. level. And I and 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 he would complain to I don't know if it was the football coaches or the baseball coaches, but he was such a good athlete. He was like, "Why are we practicing so hard?" But he already knew. Hey, we got to balance. You know, we got to have some balance. Here's a two 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 sport athlete. Got to dial it back. Got to pace yourself. Um, but that's a perfect segue because I want to talk about with Dr. Gott coming up in the future mm-hmm. about hips. Oh, he, he, he takes care of he takes care of hips. Does arthroscopy. Also does replacement. Oh, and I, yeah. I do I do replacements. We see a lot of these hip type patients. But yeah. there's a continuum of certainly keeping people out of surgery as the, as the goal. But um, I think we both have a lot we could talk about. Uh, yes. and we're already kind of talking oh about some of those God, things. Yes. So I think that would be a good thing to talk about in the future. Yes, yes, that would yeah, definitely. Pleasure. And that's and that's going rampant. Young, old, uh, these kids are getting those, those those hip replacements and those hip injuries. So so young, man. I, you know, uh, well, good friend of mine, John, John T- uh, Tisdale, uh, uh, you know, played in the ABA. What is in, and uh, he just had a hip replacement, but. His son, I was kind of tell Max, his son uh, just turned uh, 18, and you got to get a hip replacement. And, oh, wow. Uh, I, that's deep. That's really deep. You know, we, uh, well, I don't get too much into it. That's, his, that's between him and his dad. But uh, that's very, very interesting, a kid that young. He's talented, no question, you know. But, uh, hey, man, you, you got to know to say when, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's is. Your kid can't be that valuable for money that you take away his uh, his uh, his mobility and his joy for life. I'm telling you. But anyway, guys, I'm 
I, I thank you so much, and you know, thank you for keeping up. And we want to have this particular duo back together uh, very shortly, along the other great, great uh, uh, medical uh, doctors and surgeons that come on with uh, the medical update with Doctor Stephen Cummins. And I want to thank you so much, Doc. And anything you want to say to to, to the uh, listeners out there, all 365 file this this locking and loading in into our daily thing right now. What do you have to say, Doc? Hey, if you're in the New York area and you need orthopedic care, there's nobody better, no one I would trust my family with than Dr. Michael Gott. So uh, look him up if you're in New York and you need care. Otherwise, look forward to talking to you next time uh, with Coach and uh, on uh, this this great show. Doc, thank I appreciate you. appreciate you, guys. Thanks uh, for Doc, hey, man, you, you're amongst the team now. You, you're, you're all amongst the, the, uh, the, the, the fraternity now. So let's, let's, let's keep on keeping it going. If anything comes up that you want to bring up on air, Doc, out of New York, uh, just let us know and contact uh, Dr. Stephen Cummings, and we'll make sure that you can give the news that you can use from those that know what they're saying about the, the, the medical aspects of, uh, of, of sports. So... Thanks a lot, Docs. The, the, the dynamic duo here, thank you so much. And as always, we like to tell you, Max, is when legends speak, people Everybody listen. listens. Everybody Got listens. It. God bless you guys, man, and thank you for making Sports Inside and Out the number one sports talk show for legends on podcast streaming right now. And we definitely mean that. We are so happy to that. And stay tuned for the new network broadcasting uh, launch uh, date. Uh, doc, Both doctors is the first week of uh, August, Max? August, yes. Yeah. Uh, man, we're so happy to be in that realm that 22 million people to make sure that we get all the great things from the legends of sports both on and off to court. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much, guys. God bless. God bless. All right. All Talk right. To you soon. Okay.